Kim Zhu. I'm Sky Nicholson. It's me, Anderson Silva. This is Jeff This is Showtime, Sean Porter. Hey, this is Eddie Hearn. G'day, this is Jason Maloney. Hey, I'm Nikita Zhu. This is Shotgun Tandekoro. This is Liam Pyro. On the Punch Podcast. I'll bring it in. Welcome to the Punch Podcast with Javen Starts for you now, episode 45. And what a week in boxing. Some big stuff going down. A lot of news, a lot of big fights. We're only a few days away from Davis and Garcia, which is going to be unreal to see. Look, there's not a, uh, a boxing fan in this country, let alone around the world, that's going to miss that one. So uh, looking forward to that in a couple of days' time. But looking to future stars today into the Punch podcast because uh, when you do chat to anyone in boxing, you do hear a couple of names pop up in that discussion of future stars. And one that keeps popping up onto my radar is someone I've been hanging to get onto this Punch podcast. And uh, look, we've managed to do that for you today. And I'm talking about the one and only Benjamin Bomber. He is a 5-0 and fighter out of Melbourne, out of those five fights. He's had two at super middleweight, two at light heavyweight, and one at super welterweight. But he is looking to have that super welterweight division wrapped up. Obviously, we do know that is the division of Tim Zoo and a whole bunch of other names. But look, he wants to work his way through those names and hopefully get to the top himself. So uh, let's get into today's chat. And as I see him uh, getting ready to talk today, I see people setting everything up for him as he sits down and gets ready. Look at this, a 5-0 and fighter and already got a team doing all your work for you. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I, know. I don't know what I'm doing, so lucky. <laughs> <laughs> Am I right in saying you just touched down from the States, not long been home? Yeah, we just um, we just touched down a couple of days ago, man, so it's good to be back home. Was that Vegas? Yeah. Um, yeah, we were in Vegas for about three weeks. Yep. Um, so, yeah, that was, that was a great experience. What are you doing leaving Vegas before one of the biggest fights of the year at the MGM this weekend? <laughs> I know. We, we actually arrived there on um, Caleb Plant Benavides' fight night and, you know, we left a little bit too early because I would have loved to have been there for that Tank Garcia fight. That, that, you know, that would have been awesome. Before we get into today's chat, who wins that one? I don't know. It's a hard, it's a, it's a hard fight to call, man. Yeah. Um, I love Tank. You know, he's my favourite at the moment, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with him. Well, it's, it is like you said, very hard. And then look, who knows? Someone might be listening to this after the fact, and you've nailed it. So then they'll just go, "Oh, he was on it." He was all yeah. over it. <laughs> well, let's get into it. Obviously, you being a five and O boxer now, and uh, look, you've got another division that you're starting to look at. That being super welterweight, you've been bouncing around yeah. super middle, light heavy all of that sort of stuff. But look, you're trying to potentially yeah. get into the super welterweights and go from there. What are you thinking? Yeah, you know, that that's that's the division I belong in. Um, the, all the, all those other divisions and weight classes that I fought at, you know, I shouldn't have been there. Um, it was more just to get the experience in the ring. But yeah, this is, this is my division. From where you were, it's almost 10 kilos. Were you walking around like super heavy or is that, do you have to do much of a weight cut to fit into that if that's a division that you do look to stay in? Um, no, not, not, not really. Like I was already, you know, the, when I was fighting at uh, super, uh, what was it super middleweight and all that sort of things, that was just what I was walking around at. Like I was coming in under the limit, you know, already eating <laughs> eating chicken and that just to try try make the limit, you know, on the way in. So to make to make super welterweight, I'll do it pretty comfortably. With floating between divisions, do you notice much as a fighter with, I guess, your speed and your, your, I guess, endurance or anything like that? Because you see those fighters, like for argument's sakes, we've just mentioned Tank and Ryan Garcia, he doesn't want to put on too much weight because it might make him sluggish. So do you find that sort of stuff too? Uh, Yeah, well, I think so, man. Like being a super welterweight, I definitely feel like 
fastest and sharpest that I've been. So yeah, it, it definitely does it does play a role, you know, keeping the weight down. Of course, we did mention at the top. Uh, you've just come back from Vegas, and that would have been a hell of a time. Obviously, a lot of good sparring over there for you. Who were you up against? What were you doing over there? Fill us in. Give us the down low from Sin City. Um, yeah, you know, like I said, it was a great experience. You know, we sparred. We sparred a lot, man. I think we are trying to get as much sparring as we could. Like the last four days or whatever it was, I think I sparred three days in a row just to try to try and get as much rounds in as I could. You know, we got we got some good work uh, with some quality fighters over there. So, yeah, it was real, it was real good. Were you over there with Team Haney? Did I hear that correctly? Yeah, you know, my, my coach, Rodney Chrysler, you know, he um, he works very closely with Haney. You know, he's one of the head coaches there. So they were, I've seen him pretty much every day in the gym, you know, him and his team. You know, he's got a big team. So it was, it was pretty cool, you know, to see how they work and what they're doing at the top level. Yeah, right. Because they do. Use, it's weird, hey. Because I've heard I've had Liam Paro on this podcast before, and he's mentioned a similar thing about being in those gyms over being, being whether it's um like Mayweather Gym or the Top Rank Gym where I think you're yeah. at as well. But you just see like I've seen from your Instagram like there's Jorge Linares and there's Vargas. Yeah. And yeah. Who who did you see floating around while you were there? Well, I seen Linares um, last time when I was there. You know that 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 guy can actually punch, man. I didn't mm. realize how. How strong he was till I was up close and watching him on the pads. We see, yeah, we seen Haney there, um, Rolly. I seen Floyd at um, Mayweather's gym, but I only, only briefly. You know, he wasn't doing much training or nothing. He was just, he was just watching or something. So I got to see him. Um, yeah, obviously Haney, and yeah. So there's a few names in like only three weeks. You know what I mean? So it was pretty cool. When someone like that's in the gym and you're sparring, let's say you look over and Floyd's there and you never know what the right yeah. right hook might do. <laughs> you never know. Like it might like if he sees something in you like that might be just something that all she wrote. Does yeah. it inspire to turn it up a notch or I'm assuming your opponent does too, or what does that do for someone sparring when you see someone like that? Yeah, hundred percent. Like, you know, on, honestly, man, every every day in the gym there's always something there's always someone or know someone that's it doesn't matter what it is if they're an ex-fighter or you know from top rank or from you know big promotion there's you know there's always someone watching and or, or a good fighter even you know what i mean like it's it motivates you you know what i mean to push that extra that extra little bit man and it's it's awesome to be around environment like that do you spot many aussies over there like liam para for example or whoever else yeah i seen liam last last november when i went mm-hmm uh, oh, sorry. I seen the Maloney boys, the two oh, yeah. Maloney boys, um, the day the day I was leaving. But yeah. um, yeah, but that was really it. Was that at top rank? Yeah, that was at top rank. Yeah, well, they've obviously got quite a few weeks on their hands. They're about to pick up where you left off, and then hopefully bring home a couple of world titles. Which, if you look at your Instagram, it says future world champion. So hey, it's only a matter of time before you're back over there on on the big stage. If 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 things go to plan, and so that's what you're predicting. Yes, sir, hundred percent. You know, that's you know, I'm a big believer. You know, you, you speak it, you achieve it. You know, all that sort of stuff. So I've had that in there for since as long as I can remember. You know, and I can't wait to get there. Yeah, it would be a place where it would inspire you to sort of like, you, do you feel like when you do certain things in your career and you tick off certain milestones that it like, okay, we just keep crumbing along and we've found another one, bang, bang, yeah. bang. Well, I was, I was talking about this the other day just to my, just to my old man and my team, like, a few, like I don't know how many years ago it was now, but I was sitting, sitting at home while I was still playing footy and doing a few other things. I was still boxing, but I was watching. I used to watch Floyd, you know, you know the all, all access on Instagram where, ah, oh, sorry, not Instagram, on YouTube where they show behind the scenes in training. 
And I was sitting in my room, you know, watching Floyd, you know, at the Mayweather Boxing Club in Vegas. And I was just, now that we're here, how many years later, it's very surreal, man. Like, hard, hard work definitely does pay off. And I know, like, I feel like just now, you know, all the hard work starting to be shown very slowly. And, you know, after this fight, I can't wait to see where, you know, where we, where we end up. Well, yeah, we did bring up, obviously, that super welterweight division. It's probably, if not arguably, the busiest or high-performing division in the country and you want to cement yourself amongst that division and there are some big names in there and uh who's on your hit list who are you looking to say look i'm coming to take some crowns i want to move through you're obviously like if you look at it this is what's odd and this might be why but obviously if you look at the rankings like box rack rankings i know they can be a little bit off but if you look at that i think you're 29 in the division but you've only had one fight in the division is that why yeah i think that's why i think that i was um Obviously, I was jumping around all different divisions, so I don't really know. I don't, I don't know how the rankings work too much, but obviously, yeah, I've only had one fight in there, so <laughs> that's probably why. Yeah. But, um, you know, after after hopefully this next fight, you know, we'll get, we'll get right up there with the big names. Who's the number one? I know you've called out a few people over the time and they've mentioned your name yeah. as well, but who's, who's the big one for you? Who is Scalper you looking to say, Bomber? is a super world away. Yeah, you know, we, we want Makita Zoo. I think um, everyone knows that, you know, that we've been calling him out for a few months now. You know, it's, it's a great fight. He's 5-0, and 4 KOs. You know, I'm 5-0, 4 KOs. He's a big name. And, you know, that's just going to put me up there, you know, in the Australian boxing scene. And both I saw, which was a weird stat as well, both 80% KO ratios as well. So, look, it's a pretty even slather. But he's a southpaw. Oh, that doesn't matter. You know, my last, my my first fight and you know, my last fight as well, they were both Southpaws. So, you know, we've been doing plenty of Southpaw work. You know, that doesn't bother me. When someone told me once about uh, the Southpaws and you'd see the battle of the front foot to be on the outside, I say, every time I watch a fight, I just, you're almost stepping on each other's foot, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. I know, I know that's how a lot of, that's how a lot of these fighters are now. They all just try to get on the outside. So, yeah, that's the basic principle of it, yeah. What makes you think that, A, Nikita's going to take you on and, and B, that you, you're going to win? Because he's had some very, very convincing wins. And, look, he's five in the division uh, box rack rankings, uh, we say. But, like, look, he, he's had some pretty severe victories. Oh, well, look, man, they, they reckon no one wants, wants to fight him. So mm. I guess we must be the only guys that want to fight him. According to them, they got no offers. They've asked everyone. No one's putting their hand up. So that's what we're here for. You know what I mean? Wasn't this um, a conversation with you about a year ago as well? Like it has happened, and then didn't they make some excuses up for you to not want to be in the picture or something like that? What happened there? Oh, uh, look, I'm not too sure. I, I know we we seen an offer last uh, last year, late last year. I couldn't ever tell you what happened. Like, we, I think we were signed, and then he, he had another fight. And, you know, we didn't want to wait, so we took another fight. Look, it's just one of those things in boxing, you know. There's always different dates or whatever being thrown around. So, you know, hopefully we get it over the line, you know, in my hometown. Yeah, absolutely. Well, yeah, if you could get him down to Melbourne, that'd be great. And look, you've yeah. obviously got the potential there. And I know, obviously, let's look at him as a as a solid fighter and someone you want to fight at. But at the end of the day, let's call it, he, he is a zoo, and that gives some sort yeah. of awareness to your career what do you see by beating him and beating the butcher the guy that who's like i guess a hot ticket in the not only the sport but it definitely in the division what does yeah. that do for your career well you know like ever look everyone knows he's got the name his dad his brother you know they're doing great things so he's trying he's trying to ride that wave 
you know, now. And the Australian public, you know, they love him. They, they, they love the name, you know. It's what comes with being a zoo. So, you know, by us taking his fight and beating him and, you know, doing it convincingly, you know, it's going to just put my name out there, you know what I mean? You know, we've done it the hard way. No, no handouts, no nothing. You know, so that's what that, that's that's what the public want to see. You know, they want to they want to see a kid that's willing to risk it all. You know what I mean? There's a few other good names in the division. Obviously, like Mazudier, he'd be another good one. Ben yeah. Mahoney, I think you've sparred him before. Is that right? Oh, uh, we, yeah, we did a bit of light work, very light, very light stuff. But you had him right. Oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, so he, he's a good, he's a good man, Ben. I like him. <laughs> Throw some shade, throw it all, blow up the division. <laughs> you make a statement, I'm here. Well, you can do that if uh, obviously the, we can get someone over the line for you, which would be amazing. And um, what's the plan? So hopefully you can get someone locked in ASAP. You're back now and you're ready to fight. Is that it? What's happening? Yeah, you know, we're, we're chasing the key to that. That's the fight we want. Um, I'm not really looking at anyone else at the moment. That's the big fight. So, you know, we want to get that fight over the line in my team. You know, they're working tirelessly to get that done. So, yeah, yeah fingers crossed. When you watched his last fight with Bo Belbin, did you see anything in there that went, look, that's, this, is, this is why I want him? Or what fight was it when you went, you know what, I want Nikita Zoo? I wanted him from the start. Like, you know, he, he had whatever it was, four years off, or whatever, whatever the hell his break was, four years off to do whatever. And then all of a sudden, you know, he's back and he's this and he's that. So I was interested from the start, you know what I mean? Look, every – and then, yeah, since since his first fight, they've said no one wanted to fight him. So, you know, we've been – since pretty much the first fight, you know, we've been here saying we wanted to fight. So, you know, hopefully we get that opportunity now and, you know, we'll prove, we'll prove who the better fighter is. Yeah, well, he's obviously, like yourself, been in some solid wars, I think. Um, a lot of people thought he'd finish uh, Ben Horn quicker than he did, and he was in for some yeah. adversity for that one. So, yeah, I think there's, there are chinks in his armour, I guess, if you if you say that. But yeah. obviously, like yourself, if you're over in Vegas training day and night, that you, you're taking this sport very seriously, as, yeah, as you said. is Then that's yeah. the plan, just full-time now, or, or what are you doing? I've been full-time since I've left school, man. You know, like I said, you know, this is what I've wanted to do since – you know, I can remember I left school to do this. You know, I train train every day, six days a week. Sorry, six days a week, you know, two sessions a day, two, three sessions. I've always known this is what I wanted to do. Look, Nikita, I don't believe in his heart he truly wants to do this because you take four or five years off, I see how they are overseas. It's all they think about. No one overseas is going to take four or five years off and then come back and just just be the same, you know what I mean, or love the sport the way they do or I do over here. Like, the guy's, what is he, 25 now? I don't know. Like, is he 25 or 26? Whatever yeah, it is, you know there. what I mean? Yeah, he should be in his peak right now. He should be fighting 12 rounds, doing all that sort of stuff now. They say he's a young kid, but he's not. He's really he's really in his prime, so it is what it is. Yeah, well, you've done a lot of sparring with Zarafa, and there was a quote I saw from Zarafa, just so I get it right. He said... Um, that you've done a lot of sparring with Zarafa, and he said, I know for a fact Timmy doesn't have Benny's power, his aggression, and his all-round skill, and he's calling that from the interim world champ. So he's seen something in you that thinks you can get it done over a zoo as well. Yeah, you know me, Mick, you know, we did a lot of rounds, especially during the COVID period where we couldn't really travel in Melbourne. So, yeah, you know, he, he knows what it is. Well, we look forward to following your career and uh, watching you hopefully keep that O, right? That's the goal. Yeah. And, uh, look, it, it, we'll see what happens. And, uh, look, if Nikita's tuned into the Punch podcast right now or watching this, what's your, um, what's your message to the butcher? Let's get it done, man. You know, no one wants to fly us, so... 
I guess you're going to have other options anyway. So, you know, let's get it over the line. Let's try get it in Melbourne. I know yeah, that'd be awesome for the Melbourne fans. You know, we don't have much, you know, big boxing going on down here. So let's do it, man. There you go. Benjamin Bomber, we look forward to seeing how this unfolds. I uh, hopefully... We'll see what he says. We'll see if he gets in the comments, something like that, and we'll uh, we'll fire it up and uh, see if we can get you over the line with Nikita Zhu. Thank you, man. I appreciate you having me on. And uh, good luck, obviously, for the rest of your career because it's going to be awesome to watch you because everyone I've been speaking to is uh, anyone who's in the sport would know that you're someone that wants to fight Nikita and obviously there's been debates about yeah. how that would go and everyone's like, do not sleep on Ben Bomber because he's, uh, he's, yeah. he's, got, he's got some skills that uh, are going to pay the bills. So we look forward to seeing how that goes. Thank you, man. I appreciate it. Yeah, there he goes. And definitely someone to keep an eye on. And from what I'm hearing, someone who's going to be moving through this sport pretty rapidly, as you saw in this chat, since leaving school, dedicated his entire life to the sport and with multiple trips to Vegas, some high-level sparring and obviously crazy talent and ability, it's only right that he does very, very well in the sport of boxing. So yeah, follow him on Instagram, Ben Bomber with two M's, B-E-N-B-O-M-B-E-R. Jump on there, support him, follow him, and we'll see if we can get this Nikita Zoo fight happening. I might uh, see if we can get this one to Glenn Jennings and uh, start firing it up and see. It'd be an amazing fight, wouldn't it? Nikita, just unbelievably tough, unbelievably good. And look, so is Ben. And as we said in this chat, both 5-0, and o, both 80% KO ratios. Obviously, Nikita's a southpaw. That's the only difference. But look, it's going to be one hell of a fight. If we can get this done, can the Punch Podcast get this over the line? We'll soon see. But that is today's episode, and I will see you next time. 